Hey guys, it's Nam Week. Coming from the Ryan is Super Strong podcast, this is Ryan Kadusa, your friend. Uh, well, you know, at the beginning of every episode, I like to just have a little one-on-one time. You know, just you and me hanging out and chatting about what's going on a little bit throughout the week. And this week, I'm going to Nam. So if you're a musician that's been listening to this podcast, or if you're a new musician that's just coming in this week for the first time, hey, maybe I'll see you at NAMM. It's a fun convention. Um, I'm actually going to be there the entire time with uh, a media outlet called Drum Smack TV. So check them out. I'm really excited. They just uh, This will be my first time uh, working with them. For some reason, they're interested in how I interview people. <laughs> Uh, if you're listening to this, maybe you are too, or just uh, some kind of morbid curiosity of why I do this. But yeah, Drumsmack TV is having me join the team, which I'm extremely excited about. They're an awesome group of people. You'll probably hear about some more about them in the future on this podcast. In addition, I'm playing at the Godin booth on Thursday afternoon at 4 of NAMM. So if you're around and kicking around and want to see some music, I'll be playing with Denny Giosa from Nashville and Roberto Bernardinello uh, from Kansas, Wichita, Kansas old friend of mine. And uh, so Denny is a guitar player out of Nashville. He's great. Um, and so we're really excited to work together. They've been trying to get me to play with them the last couple of years at NAMM and I have either not been there or couldn't be there. So um, I'm really excited to finally get the opportunity to hang with those guys and play at NAMM because they play there every year. Um, so that's going to be cool. So if, if you're around NAMM, come say, Hey, um, I'll be there. Uh, in addition, I hardly ever hype my own social media, but there's so much cool stuff coming up in the next few months uh, regular gigs with some future guests of this podcast and uh, some really cool stuff that started up in 2018 that I'm really excited about. So um, it, rather than posting or telling you a bunch of gigs that are coming up in the future or, or like albums to look out for and that kind of stuff, I would just direct you to go check out Ninja Knudsen, N-I-N-J-A-K-N-U-D-S-E-N. That's my personal profile. So the show has its own stuff too um, at Ryan is Super Strong or Super Strong Ryan on all the social media, but Ninja Knudsen is my personal Instagram. That's where I put everything. I also have a Facebook page and stuff like that too, but that's, that's all boring to me. The, the Instagram is where it's at. So check that stuff out if you're curious about where I'm playing in the future. I'll hype stuff week to week, but rather than list a bunch of stuff right now, I'd rather just say, go look at that if you're curious about what I'm doing. Then you can check stuff out. Um, this week, I have one of my old friends from college. I love this guy so much. We've been literally all over the world together. Um, and I've done a bunch of albums with him. He's an incredible piano player and friend named Max Marshall. Um, I do a lot. I've had some fun with this episode creatively. So, uh, you know, be on the lookout for backing tracks for a lot of stuff. Max and I have recorded a little bit while we were together just for fun. Uh, and so you'll hear some of that when we start talking about touring stories, uh, playing a tune called Nothing Personal together, which we actually played a crap load when we used to tour a lot. Um, and then when he talks about Chicago guys and mentions Hunter Diamond, an old past guest, I had in the archives, I had the old like phone phone recording of Hunter and Max and I uh, playing a little bit in Hunter's old apartment. Um, so I so I put that. Uh, on the backing track too you can hear that and I even put a little primary colors featuring Josh Johnson and Liza Wallace behind some of our conversation when we talk about that a little bit um, so there's a lot of backing tracks for funsies and you know this is just a great episode so I, I know I normally don't talk to you this long um, but I felt like there was a lot to talk about so without further ado I, I won't keep you any longer I'm just gonna shove you off into the show okay so you know have another great week I, if I, if you're at Nam I hope to see you um, come give me a hug and a handshake okay that's all and we can have a beer and chat about stuff all right um hopefully see you all soon love you very much enjoy the freaking show <laughs> Thank you.
welcome to the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. This is Ryan Knudsen and I am super strong. And I am coming down with super strong cold right now as well, which makes my voice sound very rocky and gravelly and sultry. Uh, the strength level for today is ivory. Now, ivory is a nat- naturally occurring substance found mostly on the, the face of elephants. <laughs> um, but the reason that today's strength level is ivory is because I have someone with us today who likes to tickle the ivory, if I may. Yeah, yeah, you could say that. <laughs> this person that I have on the show today who will exemplify the strengths of ivory uh, in many ways, not only just through his talking, but also through sonic sound waves into your ears from music that he's recorded and played that we will share with you. Um, this is a man that I've been friends with since, I would say, 2007? 2008? 2007 or 2008. In that yeah. zone. We went to IU together. We've, we've traveled across the globe together. We've done several cross-country tours. Um, we've been in trios together, big bands, uh, pretty much any kind of uh, you know wedding bands, any kind of uh, ensemble you can think of. We've we played did, yeah, together. We did play a wedding gig. We have a really good story yeah. about a wedding gig. Um, but yeah, so th- this is a man who's very special to me in so many ways, one of my closest friends on the planet. This is... Max Marshall. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah. We're recording this on January 1st, 2018. That's true. Apartment here in Chicago. That's very true. I'm not sure when this episode will drop yet. Mm -hmm. Probably very far after the New Year. (laughs) But it is important to note that it is New Year's Day when we're recording it. Mm -hmm. And and we, we celebrated New Year's Eve together last night. Yeah. With my girlfriend, uh, Lori Pasqualino. My first time meeting Lori. She's Uh lovely. Uh, We were at... Fado or Fado, 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 Fado. I I'd never been there, so me neither. A little Irish pub we found. Um, we just went in and started partying our a's off and had a very good time ringing in the new year. Um, so Max, what I ask all my uh, guests here at the top of the show is, who are you? Why are you here on this show? Oh well, I'm. He- I mean, I'm here because. Uh, because you're in town and I always love hanging out with you and you are one of my very good friends. And, uh, you know, ever since, uh, I remember you starting this podcast a couple of years ago and, uh, the, um, I always wanted to be on it. I thought, well, you know, I don't, I don't, I've never done uh, podcasts or hosted and I don't really know anybody else who does, but you, um, you were really plugging away at it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know. I'm here to share uh, insight stories. <laughs> we, don't, we don't do that on this show. Yeah, yeah, we don't yeah. do anything worthwhile. This isn't uh, Mark Marin. Yeah, true, yeah. true. I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty. Yeah. Um, that being said, yeah, yeah, we've already explained what you do. You're a piano player. You play yes. with groups all over. You were living in New York for a long time and doing cruise ships. About six years. Yeah. Now you're do- now you're living in Chicago. Just on and here, off cruise uh, ships still. Yes. Playing with people all around town. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite person in Chicago so far? Uh, that might be uh, my friend Michael Benning because he's gotten me the most work since okay. I moved here. Uh, so easy way back. to get to your heart. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> pay, help me pay my bills. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like I've always, um, I've always tried to stay close to Chicago uh, to, to to my uh, Chicago friends here, even when I was living in New York, because as you know, we have a lot of classmates. Uh, a lot of we have a lot of mutual friends here. We there's um, there's a we very do. large IU alumni community, both in like the jazz world here and in the classical music. And there's uh, um, 
you know, past guest Hunter Diamond yes, was here. Yes, our friend Hunter. Um, um, tons of future guests who are you know all on my docket to get on mm-hmm. in the times that I come to Chicago. I'm only here for a short, only like 24 hours really this time. But normally I'm here for several days. So yeah. the next time I come back, I'll try to get a bunch of okay. people. Who else are you? Uh, who else are you talking to here? In Chicago? In Chicago. From, am from I, my, am, you're I your, am I your only No, only you know, podcast? Dustin Lorenzi, Artie Black, oh, okay. Reed Flicked, oh. Andrew Green, Katie Ernst, all these. Wait, who them? was the third one you said? Reed Flicked. Okay, I don't know. Reed. Yeah, Reed. Um, we uh, we actually almost had him on the show a couple days ago because we were at past guest Kyle Traska's wedding in Madison and Reed was there and uh, we just ran out of time. It was just crazy wedding festivities, but Reed's a great guy. Yeah, so a ton of people that are really great friends that need to get on the show. And the list goes on and on there. That's a, there's a ton of great Chicago musicians and people. Um, so happy New Year, right? Yeah. Is it gonna? Is it happy already? Is it going to be happy? You feel excited about 2018? Uh, yeah, I do actually. I started. I mean, I started the year off pretty well. I think. I you know, I went to the gym today. Mm-hmm. Uh, practiced piano a bunch and. Uh, um, I don't know. Yeah, you know, the new year, yeah, I'm always, you know, I'm always filled with some kind of uh, sense of uh, promise and hope uh, sure. at the start of a new year. Um, I think I do have a lot to look forward to. I have some things, uh, I have some things that have been formulating in my head for a while, uh, recording, um, recording some new music, which I'm hoping to do in early March, just before I uh, leave the country again. Um Mm. Yeah, We're even talking we'll about possibly doing some writing together we, and putting we, something yeah, together. We, in the, we very in the well, year. we very well could, so and that we would should. Be good. Yeah. I agree. Um, how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll pop? You get one to try to answer this. Don't most people say four? Well, then that's like one, two, three, and then crunch. That owl was a real bee hole. What a Tootsie Roll pop? Yeah, I don't think I've had one of those in like <clears> twenty years, man. <laughs> you get one guess on the r- correct number of licks it's not four 73 that was correct okay what are all of your hopes and dreams all of them yeah uh how much time do we have man (laughs) it should really fit into a nice succinct answer maybe one one minute okay uh well let's see uh record a lot of music with um like-minded people Mm -hmm. um uh, I don't know, drop about, uh, oh, at least 70 or 80 pounds. 70 or 80? Yeah, well, you know. That's a uh, lot of poundage for you, I, dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you and I have that much to lose. Yeah, run another half marathon. Yeah. Um, I guess I got really into doing that a couple of years ago. Uh, well, I, I, ran, I successfully ran a half marathon two years ago, uh, and it was really, really great. Um, I don't know. Maybe... Uh, you know, my sister got married like a year and a half ago, and I have uh, in-laws. I have a whole family of in-laws in Sao Paulo. I've never been Ooh, to South America. That's right. I forgot so, about that. Yeah. That's, that's uh, awesome. You know, go meet them and go see South America. It's yes. the only continent I haven't been on, with right. the exception of Antarctica. Um, Is Antarctica? Oh, okay. Sorry. I got confused. And, the way uh, you're I don't know. Oh, yeah. No, I've never been on Antarctica. On the continent of Antarctica, right. or anywhere near it, for that matter. So, yeah, yeah that's true. I think uh, our buddy Coleman, who who guest produced seven the, the seven episodes I did in Nashville, um, so the audience knows Coleman. Okay. He, I think he went to Antarctica on a cruise ship. It's very possible, yeah. There's and uh, I was like, wow, the, the ships that do uh, <clears throat> that um, 
ships that are uh, they they sail from Buenos Aires. A lot of them will do uh, will do a stop in Antarctica, okay. like the very very northern tip. You know, mm-hmm. that's what she said. <laughs> What's your favorite traveling story from our travels together? Just the first one that comes up to your mind. Doesn't uh, have to be a good story. Okay, the first one that that came to mind was uh, when I don't remember if Hunter was on this tour with us. It was, um, but we were driving through the night. We were driving from. I think we had played in Boone, North mm-hmm. Carolina. We had done yes. Uh, we had done that uh, like student union, student coffee shop place right. at App State. I remember that. And uh, hung out for a couple hours, partied a little bit, and then we decided to just drive through the night. And it was around midnight or one in the morning, and we were all really hungry. Were we going to Charlotte? No, I, we no I think we were driving all the way back to Indiana. Oh, we just that's drove, right. We okay, just that's drove right. straight through the night uh-huh. and got back at... That was one of those short little run out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, and in the middle of the night, we wanted food, and we came to a little Caesar's oh. Pizza. You remember this? I do remember that. And they were like five minutes away from closing, but they gave us two pies, and um, they gave us like two pies and a couple two liters, but the restaurant was closed, so we sat in the parking lot. We just sat on the on asphalt. The yeah. And, yeah, scarfing Hunter was with this, us, and, and Stacy Coleman's girlfriend. Coleman, was with yeah, yeah, yeah. Stacy was there. Stacy took a photo of us. Yeah, I have that photo of Phil. looking all greasy and disheveled, right out of the van, eating I'll pizza. Remember to post that. Eating pizza on the on the asphalt. Uh, yeah, that, I, I remember that was the first thing that came to mind. That's that a good one. A good, yeah. So many crazy stories. That's not one of the craziest ones, but that is a good. That was no, a good the, time. The, I think one of the craziest stories happened at the jam session at the Double Door in Charlotte. But I don't know if it's like, oh, who like who's listening to this? Is this? Or do we have to be fam? <laughs> do, we have to, do we have to be family friendly on this? Uh? Well, it's rated explicit, okay. and so I've said this before. I'll say it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I, I have it rated explicit, not because I like to just cuss, cuss, cuss. I mean, we yeah. haven't cussed so far. I don't think. I'm. Um, I'm, I'm Aware of that, so uh, you know, but uh, so it's not because we like to cuss all the time. But I interview all kinds of creative people, artists, and you know, actors and stuff all the time, and I like them to feel comfortable to mm-hmm. take the truck down to Cuss Town if they want. Yeah, well, I've, feel I've read research that says that highly creative people often use more profanity. Yeah, it's just how it goes. You know, just how it goes. But yeah, you can. I think you can say the story. If I don't like it, I'll just edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> The Double Door uh, the in double Charlotte. Door, yeah, there was a jam session at the Double Door. Okay. Um, and there were. Uh, we were not hosting it. No, we, we went to uh, it. Right. I think it was Coleman's brother Trevor. Right. Told yeah. us about it, uh-huh. and he went. I remember this that. was the four of us, and there was some old. I think he was an old, old piano man. player. Yeah. He just looked like in his eighties, maybe. I remember the old man. Um, and uh, there were two uh, voluptuous women okay. who sat in. Singing. Do you remember? Does this I'm, yeah, I'm remembering okay. the night. I just don't remember where it gets one crazy. One of them, yet. their names were. Well, I mean, it didn't get crazy, but like, uh, you know, with it, we were hitting it off. All three of us seemed to be hitting it off with these two girls pretty okay. well. And then we were on our way back. We were all really <laughs> drunk at about two thirty in the morning. Okay. And uh, and then Coleman got a call from one of them, and it was like, oh, they 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 uh, they they invited us back to their house uh-huh. or to their place or whatever. But we had to do like an 8 a.m. middle, middle school, school cl- yeah. <laughs> clinic. That's how that so entire we, tour So we was. turned them down. But I do rem- I remember that their uh, their names were Audrey and Kelsey. 
Audrey and Kelsey. <laughs> so shout and, out to Audrey and Kelsey. And, uh, and uh, I remember, I remember so we, we played we played a couple of tunes at the session. And then uh, I think it was Kelsey who sat in, sat in is a loose term. Uh, I remember thinking thinking that you and I were very much on the same page right. that night. And it, 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 I remember it as a great moment of like Ryan and Max telepathy. <laughs> <laughs> The vibes were uh, strong. The I think, vibes I think, were strong. The vibes were in the air. And yeah. then uh, Kelsey had, uh, oh man, should I just, I don't know. I don't even know if Kelsey, her Kelsey probably wasn't even her real name. Uh-huh. I think it was like she said it was my stage name. So obviously it's not her real name. <clears throat> I remember but, that being a thing because I feel like I came up with a stage yeah. name for myself too. That night. Yeah. But she had like a, she which was something like, I did a lot. She had like a really uh, red uh, mark here that kind of put us off like, uh, you know. <laughs> <Put us off. laughs> what are some new ideas that Taco Bell should try? Mm, something you think, well, they could, um, they might want to put out uh, a seventh ingredient, uh-huh. you know, instead of just, I mean, like you're ta- like, I'm tortillas a, I'm a some beans and meat, meat, beans, sour cream, lettuce, cheese, cheese, and tomatoes. Uh-huh. It's like the only six things that they use in all their products. Right. So you're thinking but like... But I'm still like hopelessly addicted to it. I mean, why I do you think I'm the size that I am now? So what's the... <laughs> yeah, what's the seven, What's the next ingredient you think they should add to their repertoire? Mm, I guess they do sometimes have guacamole. Uh, mm, that's true. Some some locations. Some, maybe some like... Maybe some Taco Bell... Some kind of signature hot sauce. Don't they, they have all kinds of hot sauces. Well, they have like packets uh-huh. they have little packets but yeah i don't know maybe i mean they they have such a huge um uh clientele uh-huh. they don't want to like alienate them with a, a a really like spicy bitter hot sauce you know okay like so you're like thinking they I need was, some kind of you, that just I, goes on to everything some kind of uh, some kind of I mean I don't know what their signature sauce is if right. I've had it I probably have or if they even do have it I don't know okay I don't I'm not sure I know they have all those sauce packets yeah but I'm never big a big like add hot sauce kind of guy I love spicy food but I don't I, they have hot uh, sauce they, have, a, they have an avocado sauce which mm. is different from the guacamole and that's good I think their guacamole kind of it, it's really kind of gnarly so you think they should so the thing that you think they should that they should try is come up with something more signature in the sauce department. Some, yeah, or, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's on my mind because I was just in New Mexico last week. It makes week me mad had... that the chicken is so bad at all restaurants like Subway and Ch- yeah. McDonald's. Everywhere the chicken is not actual chicken, you know? It's like that sure, weird yeah. formed chicken. Yeah, pink slime. Yeah, it's just it's gross, a, dude. Yeah. It makes me mad. Yeah. I like real chicken everywhere. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I want to get away from all that shit. Any uh, New Year's resolutions this year? Are you, would you believe in that? Uh, yes. Uh, well, I do. I mean, I haven't been very good at keeping them, but I do still believe in the practice. Yeah. Um. Cut back on my drinking for one. <laughs> and it's not just a, re- <clears throat> a reaction to last night. Sorry, but, uh, coughed this, right into the mic just uh, then. It's okay. Um. I would like to, you know, I still don't even have a website. Me neither, dude. You don't, you know? No, I just do social media. You do, okay. You know? You are, you are really active. I, I'm not, I'm I try to be active on social media. That's I'm, kind of my yeah. website. I mean, I, I guess I need to have one too, but. I don't know. I've really just kind of tried to avoid Twitter. Twitter yeah. and it, it, Twitter specifically. Like, I, I still like to Facebook. I'm not really on there that much because, I don't know. <laughs> 
go through my news feed and I just kind of lose interest. You lose in interest humanity. and you notice that like a lot of what you see it's almost like it's almost like it's um it's almost like it's pre-programmed in a way. There's like I the, I have the same uh Facebook friends that will post the same kind of stuff every day and I just know that like I know it in my bones that like this person is going to post anti Trump pro Bernie stuff and this person is going to rail about this and this person is going to rail about that. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like it's dependable. Takes the fun out of it. Yeah. Um, so I don't I don't have a website, but to get that up and running uh, is a definite New Year's resolution. I have a, a friend of the family who is a graphic designer and a web designer. Yeah. And uh, he has he has agreed to build the site for me. I just need to get him the content, you know. Right. So people, so maybe uh, when people like listen a, to this, craft a really nice bio, uh, and and also like I the last I haven't recorded, like I haven't recorded any music that I would really want the world to hear. In I, it's it's actually been a while. It's been like eighteen months, um, but uh, record you know to record some new music, uh, possibly an entire second album with you know I was thinking. Uh, a half Chicago and half New York cast, mm-hmm. you know, because I made some really great friends in New York who are yep. absolute monster players and uh, would travel. Like some of them actually come from Chicago, right? You know, like our friend yeah. Marquise Hill. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, of course, if he's not, uh, you know, touring through Europe with his own projects. That's right, man. Yep, <laughs> him is, and past guest Josh been, Johnson over there. Oh yeah, love <clears throat> Josh. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that'd be cool, dude. Get an, get another album going. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, uh, possibly um, also, um, you know, uh, one of my old piano teachers uh, from when I was under, an undergrad told me every year try to learn one very challenging piece of classical repertoire. Every year, like once a year. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, I've been playing a lot of classical music. I am learning quite a bit of repertoire, mostly Chopin. Yeah, but. Uh, there's a couple of like his major pieces that I might want to tackle this year. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. So. seems like one is plenty easy to do. Just uh, one. Yeah. Depending I mean, on the length. I mean, and, and how much yeah. other stuff you're doing, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, that makes sense. But speaking of uh, music you play mm-hmm. and have played and recorded and all that, let's, let's do a song right now. Okay. Let's, so let's, um, let's play desperate times. Yeah. This was so, from the first recording that we did with Coleman as mm-hmm. the Media Noche Trio. Yep. And uh, this is a song that you and I sort of co-wrote. You uh-huh. wrote the first section and I wrote the middle. Mm-hmm. And we got a lot of mileage out of this. We did. It this was is always really fun to play and it always went over great. Yeah, people with like our this audiences. One. Yeah, yeah, this is a good one. And the, uh, we played it first I think at my junior recital. I wrote it for that and mm-hmm. then and then we took it to the MNT shed and worked on it more fixed it up and then we recorded it and then mm-hmm. after the next uh, uh, f- over the next like two three years we played it on every gig like yeah. ever yeah and it just got better and better yeah but here's the first recorded edition of desperate times Thank you. 
<laughs> Did you like that, Max? Yeah, no, a little trip down yeah, memory yeah, lane. Yeah, it takes me back for sure. <laughs> good, good. No, I actually I haven't listened to I haven't listened to um I haven't listened to our stuff in quite a while. I know, me neither. It's good. It's good to hear it again. I liked. I, I <clears throat> those are good times. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of good times for several years playing all that stuff. Um. So the next thing that we go into after questions and a track like that is a little something called the compliment corner. Okay. The beasts of the forest can be mean and make your day gloomy. To make the world a better place, Ryan welcomes his friends to a magical space called the compliment corner. In the compliment corner, what will happen is I will look you in the eye. I'll give you a compliment. You'll flip it. You'll give me a compliment, and then we're both going to walk out of here one compliment heavier today. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So um, the reason I do this is because the world's hard enough. You know, mm-hmm. People focus on the bad. It's nice for just two gentlemen to look at each other and have a little nice, sincere moment. It can be silly. It can be a short compliment. It can be very long. Whatever you want to do. I don't think I do silly very you just well. Have to, think, you just I, have to mean it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So here we go. Here's the compliment corner. I'll go first. Hi there, my, I'm Ryan. Nice to meet you. Oh, hey, Max. <laughs> Max, my comment for you is, <clears throat> I, I never think about these beforehand, mm-hmm. so I just have to delve right in. Uh, when we first met, I think we were playing, when we first started playing together, it was with El Fuego, or not El Fuego, it was with the Latin Jazz Collective, mm-hmm. right? And before it was that named that. Um, and it was the first time that I had gotten to sit and play with you. And right away, you were one of the first musicians where I played with you and I started we and I found somebody that thought the same <laughs> like musically as I do because we were hitting all the same like you know improvised moments which we continued to do you know we started honing that craft um, but I've I've always been so amazed at your skill and talent at the instrument but uh, on a deeper level of friendship and stuff I just think that we have such a similar way of attacking and approaching our instruments and that is such a joy to be around especially as an improviser I think when you find somebody like that, you want to keep them close. And so I've just always, I've always loved how you play because it's, it, it, I feel like we mesh so well and that's, uh, so I, I, you know, you're a joy to play with. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, does my compliment have to be uh, as substantial? No, <laughs> it, can, it can be very short. You can just say, you know, nice shirt if you want. Okay. <laughs> or, or, <clears throat> not to judge my shirt for you, but. 
All right. Ryan, you have a quality about you that is utterly magnetic. You have a way of appealing to many, many people across the, I would say, just across the spectrum of the human experience. You're a very genuine person, and there is a quality about you that just draws people in to you. You are the kind of person that people want to be around because you are genuine and authentic and uh, you, I don't know, man, you, you literally can just like make me, la- you just make me laugh without saying anything or doing anything, you know, and that's a very rare quality in people. Well, thank you, man. Right. Thanks, dude. We're handshaking. Yeah. <laughs> People can't hear that, so I have to I describe it because yeah. you know I can't see it. Mm-hmm. But thanks, dude. Mm-hmm. It's a really nice thing to say, and that's been the compliment corner. Right. Um, the next thing I have for you here is is an advertisement. We always do advertisements uh, for companies that help sponsor the show. Mm-hmm. So there's a real company, and so I'm just gonna read the copy here for you. Uh, you know, and then you can kind of get behind the product and hype it up. Too. Sure. That makes sense. So just get really excited. Okay. This is for a company <clears throat> called Real Gingerbread Houses. It says, have you heard about the tiny house movement? Forget all that bullshit. It's time for real gingerbread houses. Good any time of the year. Helping world hunger one house at a time. But you're not supposed to eat gingerbread houses. They're like mostly for decoration, right? Well, I mean... So I have some confusion about this too, but you're not really supposed to slam the the sponsor. You know what I mean? Okay, sorry. So it's kind of like sorry. I mean, because if you're buying a gingerbread house to live in, and it's saving world hunger, is that what you said? Yeah, that's what the copy says. Okay, sorry. Okay. Stopping world hunger one house at a time. So that implies that you're gonna live in it and eat it. I'm gonna edit well, all this out where I'm talking shit on them because yeah. it doesn't it doesn't make sense. What about weather? You know. Yeah. What do you think about the weather on your gingerbread house? Uh, I mean, a gin, you know, gingerbread houses are pretty solidly put together. The weather. Uh, yeah, but, some, but what if it snows or rains one time? It's only, I would hope. Well, gingerbread. It's not put together it, with cement. It's put together. With yeah, sugar. It's, like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's gonna, gonna melt. It's gonna snow. Uh, sugar. What if it gets too? What if it gets like just too wind. hot and the sugar starts to melt or exactly. the sugar starts to caramelize? Well, that sounds good. I know the smells alone would be delicious. Yeah, but your house—you're already living in a house made of candy and sugar and gingerbread. And God, then, uh, the ants and then and then the yeah. goddamn ants. Yeah, you're gonna if you're gonna live in your gingerbread house. What if it's like hotter than July? Yeah, one yeah. Day? And your 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 walls start to car start to caramelize, and you you have you, you it's like it would be just dripping like really sweet smelling. But if it hardens quickly, then that kind of insulates sugar. your insulates the building and strengthens fortifies your house. Yeah, so it'd be stronger against the wind if your whole house is caramelized. Okay, I can <clears throat> I can dig that. But I don't understand how it's solving world hunger. I, like I, I live in the house, so other people are going to eat it in the mm-hmm. world. I, I would hope. Well. I think I this is a stupid that. company. Okay. But I'm going to have to edit all that out okay. where we slam them out. So can we just get really excited about the company now? Yeah. All right. Let me kind of start again. Okay. Real gingerbread houses. 
Yeah. Have you heard about tiny house movement? Forget all that bullshit. I don't, I don't even like this anymore. Buy a gingerbread house today. We're solving. We'll have to take this again. Okay. We're solving world hunger one house at a time. So get behind good. it. It's a good cause. Oh yeah, I have to edit out so much of Mace Lamina. <laughs> gingerbread houses. They're not just for the holidays anymore. You can have them any time of year. You can live in them. Tiny houses. You don't want the tiny house movement. What about the tiny gingerbread house? Or a regular sized gingerbread house. Yeah, <laughs> or a regular one. You could have small ones for your dog or for your rat. Mm-hmm. All right, I think that's enough. Okay. Stupid. Okay, the next game we're going to play is called Get Your Dang Butt Out of My Face. All right, hit me. <laughs> Here we go. When you get involved by the human race. And get your dang butt out of my face. It's an airing of grievances game. Okay. Okay. Where you and I will talk about, you know, a thing or two, whatever you have on your mind that's been, you know, really irking your chain. Not this year. I don't want to say this year, but we've only been in this year for a couple hours at this point. Mm-hmm. But just in general, things have been irking your chain lately. Um, and we'll, we'll express that feeling, express that emotion, tell a story, whatever you want to do. And then figuratively tell that thing to get its dang butt out of your face. Does that make sense? Yeah, I got it. So I'm gonna go first, so you get the get the idea and vibe. What's that sound? Oh, heater. Oh, heater yeah, on. yeah. Okay, yeah. That that would be a heater. Something kind of like a spaceship. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that would have been worse. Mm, yeah. Scarier. Yeah. Scary way to start the much more much more newsworthy. Yeah, uh, for than just the heater. On New on. Year's Day to be visited by UFOs. I feel like something should happen on New Year's Day. Yeah, more than just a ball drop. Mm. <laughs> it's like, ooh, a ball fell. Maybe that's why I get your dang butt out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that more happened on New Year's Day than just a ball. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, ooh, everyone look at that ball. Yeah. That's not special. No. It doesn't, it doesn't work its way down all year. That would be even it's co- a digi- be, It's a digital ball now. It's you know how much cooler it would be if it started falling? At twelve oh one, you know, of the yeah. year, and then it fell all year. It have to be a really, really tall fall, or a very slow one, a very slow or both gradual fall. It would be like you would you unless would, the pole you would, you was would horizontal. In, you would check the in United on it States. every couple of days. It would have to fall for three hundred sixty-five days. Yeah. you would have to check it every day, and you it would be like that uh, imperceptible movement mm-hmm. you know and then all of a sudden like somebody would time lapse camera and show yeah. that it was falling the yeah. whole year which would look exactly the same as the last 15 seconds or 10 seconds when they dropped the ball yeah. they would just that's what they should do through 365 <laughs> days it would be just show us a time lapse of a ball falling a much greater distance at a much slower rate and yeah speed it up so it will just look like so for the last 10 seconds last 10 when everybody's counting down you're, you're watching a full year's fall not just it's a fantastic Not just, idea. I think that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> a lot more fun. So yeah, that's my. I'll say that's my first one. I just wish something more happened. I, I wish there was a visit from an alien. I wish there was some kind of crazy thing that happened on the on New Year's Day. It would just be much cooler. I'm tired of this ball. Mm-hmm. So New Year's Eve ball. Get your dang butt out of my face. Gotcha. Okay. You go. What's something that's been irking you? Mm-hmm. I wasn't planning on talking about that, but then it just yeah, popped in my brain, yeah. and I felt uh, that it was true. What, uh, what has what has been irking me? Um, 
All right, so I'm sorry to keep bringing this back to music, but like no. music is pretty much the only, <laughs> the only things I think about. Um, I get it. Uh, so I love Betty Carter, uh-huh. greatest, great jazz singer. Okay, but you're but, gonna say uh, greatest jazz singer, and then you I, stopped I, yourself. I, I know, I know. I don't want to. <clears throat> I don't want to offend anyone. Uh, but it occurs to me that, uh, well, because you know, I spent like a whole bunch of months last year on a cruise ship listening to uh, mostly, you know, uh, some new pop music, 2016, 2017 pop. Okay. And there's a thing, uh, like if a song has lyrics, I, you know, enunciate the full word. You know, it's, yep. Betty Carter has this lyric, like, spring can really hang you up the most. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it ends with S-T. Right. And she, says, she enunciates the S-T. Right. And... Um, so, you know what I would like to hear? I would like to hear more singers really enunciating the full word that they're singing. Yep. So, singers with half-assed enunciation, get your dang butt out of my face. Yeah, and that brings us back to that, uh, that story that you, because we said that we've been in wedding bands together. Yes. Do you remember where we put, well, I guess it wasn't a wedding though, that I'm thinking of. We, we did play a that, wedding. Uh, we played. Uh, what was the gig that we did with Eugene McGee in Indianapolis? <laughs> I knew we drove you were up. Gonna, I knew you were was, it wasn't a wedding. It was a no, church. No, it was a. It was a. Ch- it wasn't, wasn't even it? a Christmas thing. It was a church, like social. Yeah, it was some weird random gig, but they had all of these older members of the mm-hmm. church singing pop tunes from mm-hmm. like the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Right? Am I yeah. pretty much right? It was like Motown stuff. Yeah, it was you, me, Eugene, and Ben Matthews. Ben Matthews, and it was right, right? Motown right. And, and and all that stuff. And uh, I'll never forget so many of those tunes and how badly they went. <laughs> I mean, the band sounded great. We, you know, we had we got our stuff together and then we showed up for the gig and we're very confused on why we, what kind of gig this was. Mm-hmm. And I remember they they shoved us in the back room and gave us all subway sandwiches. Yes, we sat there in yeah. suits and uh, ate our subways. And um, uh, the one I really remember is uh, speaking of not finishing your words. Mm-hmm. The one I remember is. We've only just begun to live white lay and promises. A kifala and we're on the way. I'll never forget how she sang that. She cut off every single word at the end. And the last guy who. A kifala. And the last. Uh, and the last guy who sang. Uh, I think he did Rock Around the Clock. Yeah, yeah. Which has like, oh my the, you know, the lyrics to Rock Around the Clock yep. are like one o'clock, two one, o'clock, two, three, three o'clock, rock. rock. Four o'clock, five, five six, you know. Oh. <laughs> and he forgot, he forgot the lyrics. Like, and he looked, like, back, and he looked you, back at you, yeah. the drummer, with this panicked, this like deer in headlights, panicked look. And you kind of just gave him this look back like... Man, I'm the drummer. <laughs> I can't believe like what am I? Supposed- yeah. I was like four o'clock rock, buddy. Four. Yeah. O'clock. And then I remember. <laughs> and then I also remember when we were driving back from that gig, uh, we stopped at a gas station just outside Indianapolis. Oh right. And we, we heard. We were there for like ten minutes, and we heard three pop songs, and all three of them were songs that we had just. Yep. One of them was that too. It was uh, we've only just begun to yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. was that one and then yeah okay. I don't remember what the other ones. One of them we was were like just cracking steep, up in yeah. there like getting coffees and stuff for the road. Oh, it was great. <laughs> That's the best thing. Yeah, it's the... 
Well, that whole gig was very ridiculous. I, but I remember not being mad or uncomfortable during that gig at no, all. It was, just, it was it really was, goofy. Yeah, it, it was, was very goofy. goofy. And, uh, sometimes you you know you can't take yourself too seriously. I think it paid well. It paid well, and they gave us I think subway. It paid sandwiches. us about two hundred a man. Yeah, and, uh, and at that point in our lives, it was like we were just like whoa. And the uh, musical director that was of like church. half my rent in <laughs> Indiana. <laughs> yeah, in Indiana right. at that point. Yeah, I had a. Uh, the best apartment I had in Bloomington was five hundred forty nine dollars a month. The last place that I lived, it was like it was like slightly just slightly below ground. Yeah, super roomy. Um, you know, ten minute walk to the music school. I yeah. loved it, and it was there was a whole bunch of musicians in that complex. Like uh, I think Josh Franz had an apartment. Yep, he did. Mike McStacky had mm-hmm. an apartment there. And you're right. You're right. Nick Simon, the trombonist. Oh yeah, I think Nick he Simon. Had, I think he had a he had an and Ken G had an apartment there. Uh-huh. They all had yeah. apartments in that little spot. Yeah, that was a good little zone. A little mm-hmm. reminiscing about IU for the people from IU that know what yeah, we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. That was yeah. That was I remember my rent at at, at the that when we were, when I did that gig. I remember my rent was four twenty. <laughs> Token it up, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four twenty all all year long. That's what that's what I used to say. Yeah. When I paid my landlord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, that's been get your dang butt out of my face. <laughs> um, the next, uh, the next thing that I have planned for us. Well, actually, you know, we have some more tracks. So why don't we show another track right now? Okay. How about another track? Um, let's do um, an, a tune from your album. Yes. Called. This is called. That's what you think. Any explanation needed on the tune? How, why you wrote it? What it sounds like? Who's on it? Right. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, so this is from uh, my this is from my first uh, and only record thus far as a leader. The album is called Instant Camaraderie. This has uh, uh, myself and uh, my friend Marcos Varela, great bass player from New York. Oh yeah. Uh, Jay Lawrence is on drums. He's uh, from Salt Lake. He also owns the uh, record label on which the album uh, was put out. And Ben Sampson is on trumpet. He was uh, one of our classmates at IU, and the great Sherelle Cassidy on alto saxophone. I think she plays, yeah, she plays alto on alto this track. Alto on this track, so, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's what Let's you do. think. Mm-hmm. Well, here we go now. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs>
for the listeners at home, um, you know, I'm doing this on my, I'm trying, I'm, a lot of these episodes that are coming out right now are from my travels mm-hmm. over the holidays. So I have a small setup. It's not my home setup, so I can't do all this stuff as we go. I'm, so we're yeah. leaving spaces and telling people what's happening and then just leaving a space and then reacting yeah. to it. So it's funny for us every time because we're just reacting to dead air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, trying, trying to sell it like we just you know heard a, a, a slamming Just something track. slamming on the eardrums. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, we, we, we have heard those that all the tracks that we've talked about so far, we have both listened to. Yes, yes. <laughs> so if we do know what we're talking mm-hmm. about. Now, I don't know. Uh, we've both recorded several times. We've yep. both done a lot of sideman projects and sure. recorded on other people's albums. Yep. Uh, when it's not your own product, uh, you can I, there's a you know, you can be you can listen to it with a lot more detachment. I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a while where, you know, uh, I would listen to my own playing. All I would hear was my own mistakes. Mistakes. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and. Or, or, or not, not even mistakes. Just all I would, all I could hear was, "What could I do better? How, could, better. you know, what, right. could, what could I have done better?" Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's the best lesson I learned from recording my first record was all the things not to do the second time around. Yeah. And I, uh, Jay Lawrence basically agreed wholeheartedly to that sentiment. I remember when I told him. Yeah, it's. I think it's how every artist is. Yeah. But the the but the thing I, I, as I've gotten older now, like the thing that I like um, is letting mistakes be part of the experience and like you know and uh, Josh Johnson and I had a long conversation before we did the Primary Colors album mm-hmm. um, and that was you know we talked about how we wanted to do it and how much work we wanted to put in before and how like we wanted to leave some of it raw and like you know we wanted to be able to do a live performance with mistakes and like how you know how many times do we want to rehearse and like all this kind of stuff leading up to it and how polished did we want it to be and uh and so I feel that same way. We, we've, we, I used to be way more worried about the mistakes, and now I'm just like, that's just a time capsule. Yeah. You know, it's a time capsule that tells a story about where you were and how you played at that moment. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't mind that anymore. Well, yeah. I don't no, give two the, craps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some of my favorite... Uh, well, yeah, yeah, because, I mean, you know, the mistake is like... The mistake is what makes, what makes it real. What makes it... Human, yeah, you know, you might as well have. Uh, yeah, no one wants robots. Feed everything into a computer and have you know have the computer create yeah, I- AI music. Yeah, which they've already done and it's hilarious. Okay, well here's here's the new game we're gonna play. The next mm-hmm. game. This is called Learning by Listing Rapid Fire. Okay, Learning by Listing Rapid Fire. In Learning by Listing Rapid Fire, what's gonna happen is I'm gonna give you. Uh, a topic, okay? okay, and then I'm going to give you a, an amount of time to list as much about that topic as you know, okay? It might be sentences, it might be fo- just whatever comes to mind, okay? It's like a Rorschach test, okay. basically. Um, but you, but this gives this gives the listener, um, you know, some insight into how you think and how quickly you think and what you know about a certain topic. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm, so it's a really I'm fun a way to learn about you. Reveal too much of myself here. Well, I don't think I don't think you'll I don't think you'll be hurting after these. <laughs> okay, these topics. <laughs> okay, am I? I'm sorry. I, I'm taking your podcast a little too seriously. <laughs> yeah, well, people often worry about what's going to happen, and okay, and at the end, everyone's either more or less worried than they were. I can okay. promise that. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. So the first topic I have for you, which I'll give you 15 seconds mm-hmm. to list as much as you can on 15 seconds. Okay. And we're going to get to know you about how much you know about this topic. Okay? Are you ready? Okay. First round. The first topic is 
types of scales. Go. Types of scales. Well, you have uh, seven scale modes that you use that you would use for jazz improvisation. You've got uh, scales relating to every country on the globe. You've got Egyptian scales. You've got uh, uh, diminished scales. You have chromatic scales. You have mic. Okay. Microtonal. That was. Okay. We will not count okay. that. We okay. will not count microtonal. Okay. Because you didn't <laughs> get into the fifth. Uh, but so I th- so here's some things I think the audience learned. Okay. Is. Um, because rather than list a bunch, right? You yeah. you wanted to you gave a little context. Try okay, right? yeah. And you stayed in the music vein. Yes. Because there are other types of scales. There are animal like animalistic scales, scales. Little tiny baby lizard scales. Scales of justice. Komodo dragon scales. Yeah, yeah the scales of justice. Uh, weight scales. Like you step yeah, on a scale yeah, yeah. to weight. I got um, one uh, under my bed there. Yeah. So you can okay. scale a fish. That's like a verb. You could scale a building. Yeah, you can scale. Yeah, climb a building. Yeah. So okay. I mean, so you stayed in the music van. Meaning, I did. Meaning you heard the word scales. It has many meanings. Yes. And you're going straight music. Uh, yeah. And don't you think that's you think that's kind of how you are just in in life in general, right? You you tend to go for the music topic. Yeah, and 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 I go for the music topic more than other things, more than other topics, and. Uh, if, and with a particular topic, I like to get really, really deep right. into it. I like to learn a lot about it and, and acquire uh, just a, a lot of knowledge about something very specific. Yeah. yeah I just wish you would have gotten microtonal in under yeah, the 15 seconds, but we will not accept All that. Right. See, now, now I, I have <clears> to, I'm going to have to consciously not go the music route. <laughs> well, this one, yeah, this one, the, the next question would be very hard to go the music route. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm going to help you out with that. And I'm going to give you 30 seconds for this next topic. Okay. Okay. And this, I've never done something like this next one. It's kind of a gamey kind of mm-hmm. feel inside of the game. It's like a mini game inside of this mini game that we're already playing. Okay. okay. So I'm going to give you 30 seconds to try and list the top 10 names of girls that were born in 1992. <laughs> okay? okay. 30 seconds. Top 10 names for girls born in 1992. 30 seconds. Go. Okay, so I feel like uh, I feel like girls' names might have taken a big change around the the turn of the millennium. So I'm going to say probably some biblical names. There's probably a lot of Sarahs. Uh, there's probably some Annas. Um, uh, uh, Julie. Uh, Mary. Always a good one. Uh, there's probably, you know, uh, two, two names. Um, you know, Mary Lynn. Um, let me think. Oh, there you go. That's Stop. 10 seconds. Okay. Yep. So you got one of the 10. Okay. Which one was it? Sarah. Sarah. That's okay. number five. Okay. On the top 10 list. Anna, Julie, Mary, and Mary Lynn. Oh, are sorry. Not, oh, are are not you on listed all. Okay. okay. Are, not, are not on the top 10 okay. list. You want to try again? The people <sighs> at home are really, we're, we're probably going with you. Should we? Should 1992. We, uh, yeah. Okay. You only got one of them, Sarah. You want to try Sarah. one more time? 30 more seconds on the <laughs> clock. Try to guess all of the names in 1992, or the, the top 10 names for girls okay. born in 1992. Okay. But Anna, Julie, Mary, and Mary Lynn were not on the list. I, I would assume Mary There's Lynn no would not There's no two names. On the, so I'll, I'll okay. direct you in that I list. think they, they probably became more, well, if they even are common. I think they got common when that, um, um, uh, when, uh, What's that uh, the comedian's tour that happened with the uh, uh, – you might be a redneck. What's his name? Uh, 
Jeff Foxworthy. Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. What was the tour that they all did? Larry uh, the Cable Guy and. Oh, I don't. Them. Uh, I'm ruining color, my own joke color, by having to figure it out. Yeah, blue collar tour. tour. That's what I wanted to say. Was I okay. think the the two names got really popular around yeah. the time of the blue blue collar comedy tour. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit that so it sounds like I made a better, quicker joke. <laughs> okay. Interesting that I so quickly went to uh, biblical names. I'm I've never really been. Well, well Sarah was in is a building. And, yes. And a, yes. And it, went, it worked perfect. Okay. Okay. Here's your here's chance number two. The audience at home is going like screaming out names during that time. Yeah. So here we go. Thirty seconds on the clock. Try to get top ten names for girls born in 1992. Go. Stephanie, Rachel, Rebecca, Kelly, Catherine. Um. Uh. Let's see. Oh, I said okay. Katie is like Catherine. Um. Roxana, that was kind of a. Ooh, that was a throwaway. Uh, yeah, that was kind of a throwaway. Sorry. Um, Stacy, uh, uh, Wendy. Um, how about? Uh, uh, oh man, I don't know. You put me on the spot. Stop. Uh, okay. Just stop. Okay. <laughs> you okay. got one more. One more. Stephanie, that was number Stephanie. eight. Okay. What do you think the top one is? Number one starts with an A. Isn't that interesting? Amy? Nope. Anne? Nope. Andrea? Nope. Alexandra? Nope. Um, <laughs> Do you think this is funner for me or for the audience? <laughs> Probably you. I don't know. It's not that <laughs> not that fun for you I right hate, now. I You're hate, being I, tested. Oh, I, I I hate having I hate being shown my ignorance. It's like, it's like one I of think my this biggest, is not like uh, this doesn't show your fears. ignorance. This doesn't okay. really show your ignorance. Um, I would think what about like Emily? Isn't em- Emily's always been a pretty common Emily name. is on there, number okay. seven. Okay. Uh huh. All right. So Emily, Stephanie, and Sarah. Yep. Rebe- uh, Rachel, Rebecca's not even. Rebecca's not. Nope. Not any form of Rebecca. Nope. Okay. Um, it begins with A. I'm going to so run them down. Okay. Number one. Oh, let's start. Let's go backwards. Okay. Number 10, Megan. Megan. Number nine, Elizabeth. Okay. Then you got Stephanie, number eight, and Emily, number seven. Got it. You got Samantha, number six. Oh, okay. I wouldn't... I, I don't know that many Samanthas. Old Sam. But... Yeah, old Sam. Okay. Five is Sarah. You got that. Sarah. Brittany, number four. You know, I was in my head, I was thinking Brittany, but I feel like Brittany would have been too... Um, I don't know. I, I, I just... In, in my head, like when you... It was one of the first names that came up, but I, I, I don't know. Couldn't uh, pull the trigger. Okay. That's fine. Um... <laughs> Number three, Amanda. Amanda. Number okay. two, Jessica. Jessica. Number one, with an A. And it's not Anne, Anna, nope. Andrea, Alexandra. Nope. Uh, You've said her name today. I have. When? Or last night. One of the two. <laughs> or both. I hardly remember anything about <laughs> last night. <laughs> You gotta stop. <laughs> I hardly remember anything. <laughs> um, Ashley. Ashley. That's number one in 1992. When did I mention an Ashley? Last oh, you said time? you were talking about having Ashley Summers. Oh yeah, on an, my on friend, a, on an album oh, yeah. at some point. Our friend Ashley Summers. Yeah, our friend Ashley. She's another one on the Chicago list. Great I would say I'd like player, to have her on. Bass player, educator. Eugene McGee is also on my Chicago yeah. list of people I'd love to have on. I we still talked need about to him. reconnect with him. Yeah. There's so many people in this town that we'd love to have mm-hmm. on the show. Okay, so that's been Learning by Listing. Rapid fire. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Sorry, I failed at it. No, no, <laughs> Max, don't beat yourself up. No, you know, that's a hard game. I, I, I just, I don't know why I decided to do that. It, it was just something fun, you yeah. know? 
something different to yeah. make you try to you know jump through a hoop. Do it for the audience. So, um, before we get on to the rest of the show, we'll play another track because I'd like to play. I'd like to have you featured on several tracks. They're all awesome. So let's play another track from the MNT album that we mm-hmm. played together called Escúchame. You wrote this one. I did. Yes. For and you non-Spanish speakers, it means listen to me. Listen to me. Um, yeah. So Escúchame from MNT's first album. Thank you. 
fantastic. Absolutely. Yes. Wonderful to revisit. Always one of the always one <coughs> of our one of my favorite tunes that we played as a group. Yep. Uh, always got a great reaction from basically every audience we ever had. Yeah. Um, I love playing that one. There's a fun chance mm-hmm. for solo for drum solo in that track. Yes. Yeah. And so whenever we got to do that, I like to do all kinds of different stuff with mm-hmm. that. That was we a very get, fun we, tune. We for would me. get we would get really expansive with it. Uh, you know, it could be a 30 second solo sometimes, or it could be three whole minutes. Yep. Uh, it was, yeah, it was, it was the, there was a lot about the tune when we would play it live. It, we would take it some different places. It would get unpredictable. It was always a lot of fun. Big time. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that was a scoochame. Um, <clears throat> now we're coming down to the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so something I'll do before I ask you the final question is uh, give you a chance to plug some stuff. So we've talked about your albums. We talked about all this kind of stuff. What, what, where can people find you on social media, and where can people buy your albums and stuff? Well, uh, you can find me on Facebook if you just look Max Marshall. Mm-hmm. Um, not on the Twitter yet, but uh, I don't know. There's there's time perhaps. Um, and you have an Instagram, but you don't use it, right? Yeah, you you and Coleman kind of goaded me into you used it for about a month yeah. while we were traveling <laughs> well, the mediterranean we're, yes yes uh but i do yes i do have uh, an album out called instant camaraderie it's on the jazz hang record label uh jazz hang.com i think it's jazz hang.com or, ja- or jazz hang records.com uh you can find it on itunes search my name max marshall uh you can find it on amazon you can find it in cd baby all the online realtors or you can buy physical copies from jazz hang or you could uh conceivably just contact me directly i have hard copies hell yeah um did we i don't remember if we ever put the, oh, the mnt album? album we on, have not no. um which is stupid because we should we, we should put should, it out yeah. i don't know why we've never done that um no. Because I remember we didn't ISRC the... ISRC codes for like iTunes are are pretty cheap. Well, we they're all, we are, they're already they already all have ISRC codes because they're all published tunes that people can oh, use. Oh, okay. But we just never um, put it like on iTunes or, or some mm-hmm. mass place to to buy it. And the idea was that we were going to put out a second album, um, made from because we did two more recording sessions that are still yes. to this day secret. <laughs> yes. Because yes. because that was at the point where we all moved away and just kind of stopped on the project. So the idea was if we go back on tour, we'd, ha- we'd pull that stuff out, edit it, mm-hmm. and do a compilation, cool second album with all these badass tracks from both of those sessions. And then that never happened, and we were going to put out both at the same time. And then mm-hmm. we just got it. Just all you know, we just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah. Uh, but when we do, it'll be badass because it's all it's very easy to do. We just have to do sure, it. Sure, sure. <laughs> so maybe at some point people can check out the. The, all the M&T stuff that was actually around. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, in the meantime, uh, you know, I go to a lot of jam sessions here in Chicago when I'm not playing gigs. You know, I'm, uh, I mean, I've been playing gigs at Berghoff Restaurant downtown a fair amount. Uh, Chica- I think it is Chicago's oldest still serving restaurant. It dates back to the 19th century. Uh, yeah. All the, you know, the usual jam sessions, the Hungry Brain on Tuesdays. Uh, the Green Mill Fridays, uh, you know. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are all good sessions. Did you ever go there? Green Mill? The Green Mill? Uh-huh, yeah, tons of times, yeah. Okay. And there a bunch of times. Uh, yeah, I've been around most of the Chicago sessions when I've been in town. Oh, cool. But Green Mill especially, though. Mm-hmm. It's just a, and Constellation, a bunch of stuff, too. I was just at Constellation, uh, actually, the the day before yesterday. That's a good. That's such a cool place. Yeah, I saw the Sun Ra Orchestra. Oh, are you? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. Pl- I, I thought yeah. about going last night. It was 
fantastic. <clears throat> I bet it was. It's a little wild, but, you know, I was not bored. Good. Okay, well, I'll take this moment. I always take okay. this moment to plug uh, Chad Coleman, who did the art for the show. Chris Hackman, who did uh, our intro and outro music, as well as several of our cues. Um, my the Twitter is uh, Super Strong Ryan, and Instagram is Ryan is Super Strong. Um, but please rate and review the show. Go on on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or wherever wherever you get uh, your podcasts and enjoy them. You can rate and review the show. Rate it five stars, or you're a loser uh, that takes time to <laughs> hurt people's feelings. <laughs> uh, rate it five stars and, and write a cool review. Um, and you know, share the show so it grows and grows as it has it has before, and we'll do again. Um, the last question I have for my guest is an important one because, as you know, this is a uh, inspirational podcast. You can yeah. tell just from sitting here that yeah. it must be very inspirational. Sure. Um, so, what I like to ask um, my guests at the end of each show is, "Are you super strong?" I'm working on it. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. great because working always w trying to work on it on, in the physical sense. And, uh, yeah. Well, well I always yeah. ask a p for a piece of advice from my guest um, f for my listeners to hear um, so that they can kind of use it as a mantra of sorts for the week uh, leading up until the next guest comes in and fills their ears with advice. Does that make sense? Sure. So, yeah. Sure. So, let, let, give a piece of advice that you think makes you – that's helping you become super strong, whether it be physical, mental, uh, social, you know, emotional, anything. It can be anything. Um, I would say – that uh, I would say if you're tackling, all right, if you're tackling a major project, whether it be physical, uh, you know, um, uh, a, a physical project or a creative pursuit or really anything that, um, anything that wouldn't happen instantaneously or wouldn't just happen overnight, uh, don't, don't try, oh, how, how can I say this better? Um, don't, don't, it's like, don't expect to see quick results. Ooh. The, the beauty good. of the, 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 in tackling any kind of, uh, in tackling any kind of um, major project, the most important thing is consistency. Every day, even if it's just a little bit, you know, they say psychologically you need to do something 90 days in a row before it actually becomes habitual. Right. So, you know, consistency is the key. Do something. If you, if, if you are working on some kind of project, just even if it's for 10 or 15 minutes a day. But the, fa but the fact of doing it every day, you know, the gains will be enormous. You know, I'm thinking about it for me in terms of my classical piano practicing, mm -hmm. you know, or, uh, you know, when I was training for half marathon or doing anything like that, you know, yeah. just, just doing it, not expect, not expecting to see the results. And then you look back three or four months later or whatever, or two months or whatever. And you're like a completely different person. Big time. So I think that's great advice. Roundabout answer, but yeah, no, I think that's great advice. Yeah. And I think it's very important for people to know that. And I, I, I also ascribe to that. I always, for all my students and stuff, I always say bad habits and good habits are equally hard to break. And they're just as hard to build. Did you that see, is you know? very wise. Yeah. So I was, so that's it, that's just how it goes. Yeah. And that can be that's and that's in any any facet of human of the human experience as you put earlier. Mm -hmm. um, and and it and it goes right into uh, what I want to say at the very end of the show. At the end of every show, I talk to a listener or a group of listeners that I know are listening and needing some 
more um, what's the word? like some more one on one or direct advice. And so uh, to wrap up our show, well, actually at the very end of the show, we'll play one more track. Okay. Right, and that will be from your album as well. That's going to be called Under. Under. Um, that's another tune from Max's uh, first album as a band leader. Um, you wrote that tune. Yes, I did. Um, people can buy it. Yes. On iTunes. iTunes, Amazon. All that stuff. All that, so yeah. what's the name of the album again? The album is called Instant Camaraderie. Instant Camaraderie. So go check that out and buy that. Uh, stay tuned at the end of the show for one more track from Max Marshall, my good buddy. Um, but now, like I said, I always talk to one listener, a group of listeners, and today's no different. I'll start talking to you now. By this point, uh, we told you guys uh, when we started this episode that it's New Year's Day um, when we record this. But by the point that this episode actually comes out, I have a feeling and there's some of you there that are beating yourselves up because you're not cutting it with your New Year's resolutions. Uh, but I, I don't want you to beat yourself up. It's not, it's, it's not appropriate to be so mean to yourself in 2018. We've got to get over it. It's okay. Okay? You need to brush yourself off. Remember the advice that Max Marshall just gave you. It, consistency is the key. Okay? Don't get so down. Don't be so blue. I know we're only a few weeks into the new year, or maybe a month or so, but hey, you know, it's okay. There's plenty of year to get your shit together, so just settle down. I don't like to hear that any of my listeners are beating themselves up for something bad, so or good. So just be nice, be gentle and tender with yourself this year, okay? If you made a New Year's resolution, settle down. Settle down. You'll get to it, okay? If you take this advice, if you take the advice of Max Marshall and go back into the archives of the Rhino Super Strong podcast and learn from the advice of all of my past guests, if you do all those things and be gentle and tender to you, maybe one day you'll be super strong just like Ryan. Got it. Fantastic. (laughs) And then we'll be under. All right. Boom.
just begun to live white lay and promises a careful and we're on the way i'll never forget how she sang yeah. that yeah she cut off every single word at the end and the last guy who a careful uh, 